You're listening to the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, Bree. People can say my name and I still don't pay attention. Chris. This is what happens when your number one health concern in the state is porn. Jeremy. Flicks it and then walks out and just kicks the living crap out of whoever. And Julia. This week on Julia does everything that's embarrassing. It's true, but I don't know if she did anything embarrassing yet. Nothing that she's told us about. Yeah, I mean, she usually is pretty quick to tell us. It's episode 343 of the New Utah Podcast. It's our Christmas episode. Yeah, it is the episode before Christmas, which falls on a Sunday this year. Not uh, that we're doing anything. I got two more days of work, and then I'm off. Be off the whole week next week? Until I'm, I'm off from Friday through... The third. The third, nice. whatever Tuesday after New Year's is. I have to work Friday, but then I'm off to... Um, yeah, and it's I know for you, that's not a thing... Because, you know, vacation's different when you work for yourself. Yep. But when you work for someone else and you get vacation days and you lose them if you don't use them, you take the time. You take you it. You know, and I, this is an odd year because I changed jobs like halfway through the year. So for me, it's like, well, like I didn't even, like I wasn't even thinking of taking vacation. Like I'd gone to New York like right after I started the job. We um, went to Bear Lake. I ended up working like the whole time <laughs> we were in New York. I did like. Six plus hours every morning anyway, so I didn't even take time off for that technically. I just worked remote. Uh, and then, um, Barrel Lake, but that we did a Thursday. Yeah, like that was just a long weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, it, but it was like literally right when he started. Yeah, but they knew that. Like and I told we them. We had the, the St. George trip with my, like we actually had a bunch of stuff planned. And so I think he felt like he'd taken all this time. Yeah. And then they were like, no, you haven't taken You, you got to take time. Well, I'm part of it too is like, I'm, you know, I'm the kind of person, like, I'm not afraid to take vacations, but also like, I got to learn the lay of the land. Like, I, I'm trying to like, it just doesn't feel like I've been there for six months and here we are. I've yeah. been there for almost six months now. So, well, and there's a reason why your management, if there's a job to do, you, you do it. It's not a, yeah, that's not my job. Or yeah. What? Well, it's like today I was talking to my boss. I'm like, yeah, I'm off, but it's only because I had to take days. Like I'm here. I'll probably end up working a couple of days next week. Um, at some point, uh, to just not be far behind when, cause as soon as I come back, it's like, annual reports that I have to write. So, However, when I do take time off, like going to Texas... It's off-off. I'm off-off. Like, yeah. I am off. Like, when we went to Hawaii, like... Well, and that, I try to do that, too. So, like, you know, we'll go on our cruise in, in spring next year that we have planned. I won't work. Like, I, I won't even take my laptop, most likely, because it's just... I don't know how you'd work on a cruise anyway, because... There's no way. You've got no reception, and it's yeah. just... But, there's, there's no way. And I just wouldn't, like... I'm going to enjoy myself on the cruise. I'm going to be with my wife and drunk and exploring countries I haven't been to and the looking way, at waves. The way and... Jesus meant it to be. Wow. What? Cruises. The Jesus not... cruise. Jesus meant uh, it to be. There were, I did see an advertisement for a Magic the Gathering cruise <laughs> where they have like special rates and they're doing a couple tournaments on the ship during sea days. Cruises are like porn. They have a cruise for everything. It is true. It is true. They do a lot of packages. I'm amazed, like, some of the cruise people that I follow, like, on on social media, on YouTube and stuff, um, some of them cruise, like, two and three times a month. There There are are people that actually retire to cruise ships because it's cheaper to cruise than it is to put yourself in a retirement home. Yeah. And those, I mean, those people that do that, they're almost all travel agents, too. So 
that's part of the deal with being a travel agent, I guess. I don't know. Um, this isn't a show about our vacations, though. It's a show uh-huh. about Utah. Um, <laughs> we have, uh, it is, uh, our second best of episodes. So we'll be doing all of the food and drinks and everything. Uh, as this much episode. Of it as we can. Yeah. But, well, there's a lot. I mean, that City Weekly is like 160 pages or something. Well, and so. by the way, thanks to City Weekly last week. We did the things and stuff, and they shouted out and retweeted it. Oh, did they? Yeah. Good. I don't pay attention to that shit. Yeah. So. I get done posting the episode and putting stuff up on Facebook, and then I tune out for the rest yep. of the week. They tag this and repost it. So thank you to the good folks at City Weekly. Yeah, we do love those guys Since over we're there. just stealing your stuff anyway. We appreciate it. Yeah. They know. They know. Oh, they know. We've got we, awards for it. Yeah, <laughs> we've got two awards for it. <laughs> They appreciate it. We've, we've had them on the show a couple times even. Um, we like those guys quite a bit. Um, they do, they do a lot of good stuff for us. Um, so I guess we should talk about, uh, talk about the sweater party because it happened. Like the sweater party. So the sweater party that makes people, I tell about it jealous that we do it. So yeah. So this was our 12th, 12th year. year, I think. Yeah. This was our 12th year of doing it. So. I can really say we've been doing this like the sweater party since before they were popular. before sweater. Yeah, because when we when, when we, we started, first started, like you had to make it. You or could like. Well, initially we didn't have to make shit. We just kind we of could actually go to a thrift store, and then we like, didn't really do much to them. Like we the just... Nutcracker sweater you got. That like, was just a th- that's just a thrift store sweater, right. and then like that weird Mexican one I got that was like. Just I found. I have like yeah. a, I have like a vest that like they've just had for sale in the old lady section uh-huh. at Kmart. So. Now, those are impossible to find. Oh, yeah. It's like, well, and just to give you an idea, so people I work with, I work with some Gen Zers, you know, her generation over there, <laughs> uh, and they call all of that vintage. They don't refer to it as, like, thrift. They, It's all vintage. In wow. fact, Julie even said some, something was vintage earlier when she came over. I don't remember what now. The camel lighter? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, no, yeah. that is. That's antique for sure at this point. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's from like I've been a vintage shopper since way before that was. Yeah, but there. like we used to be able to go to like the DI even in November and find a sweater. Right, so well, it's so, actually an old Christmas sweater. They the were whole. marketing them as like fun Christmas sweaters, and people were buying them on purpose, like not, yeah. not ironically. Like, yeah, when we started, it was like that was the thing. And over the last like five years in particular, now there's like Walmart has a huge section of ugly Christmas sweaters. The like grocery it's the actual, store even does. Yeah, like that's. And they're not like, okay, I have to admit, like when you see a, a Christmas sweater that has, so for instance, my boss, I have to talk about the sweater because it's great. So he's wearing a sweater, an ugly Christmas sweater, and you go look at it and it looks like an old crappy sweater from the seventies. And it's got Merry Christmas and like cursive yellow writing and Santa Claus. And when you look at it, it looks like a nice, like old ugly sweater, right? But if you keep looking at it, you realize Santa Claus is facing away, and that yellow is snow <laughs> that he has peed Merry Christmas in, which is fantastic because it's a very subtle, like, Merry Christmas thing. See, the ugliest sweaters for me were, like, what my parents wore when I was a yeah. kid, who they didn't think of them as ugly sweaters. They no, were they legit. put them on as part of their wardrobe. But I had the deer on it, and the, my well, mom... Well, like the sweater I was wearing. My mom had all the crazy, like... Aside from the alterations that Brie made, the sweater I was wearing was just a holiday sweater. Same with It wasn't mine. meant to be an ugly sweater, mine was but just it was... Elves. It's terrible. <laughs> that was the whole point, is it's so bad, but it was legit. Anyway, so when we started doing it, that was the case, and I remember that... 
It was either the first or the second, but I think it was the first year that we did it. And we went to Fiddler's Elbow, and we all walk in wearing these we ass, got some serious ugly fucking sweaters, looks. and everybody is staring at us because it was like way after they were popular for real, and way before people knew what an ugly sweater party was. Because our first party was in 2011. But so all that being said, so yes, we've been doing it forever. But we've got a tradition with white elephant gift exchanges. And, and this is the part I think that is the most important. There's two, there's two parts. One is the trophy that we'll get to, but the second is the white elephant exchange. And I, I have to explain some of the things we've had over the years to people for them to truly understand the glory of what we do. And some of our friends are really good at this game and others are lazy. <laughs> I think is the best way to put it, but. And anytime we bring someone new in, so like I remember the first time we brought Mark and Brandy into yep. the, the party. They brought like and they, gift cards or something? Like, uh, bring like an gifts. action figure and some, and like stuff that people might actually want. But the heart of the uh, white elephant is most of us spend all year looking for. It's the whole year. The most unholy. Cursed. Messed up, ugly things that we can find. And homemade is Weird, awesome, just, yeah. just like somebody nothing. intentionally made something. So, and for instance, like, why one of my favorites of all time is the frog. So, Jeremy found a taxidermied frog, like a regular old bullfrog that was standing on its hind legs. Someone had taxidermied it and put it on a wood piece of wood. Now, they nailed it like the feet to the wood, and they had like a thing going up its back to hold it up. But they had like a saxophone in its hands yeah, that were to nailed its to its hands and a sombrero nailed to it its crucified. head. It's crucified. It's okay. Uh, yeah. Like with penny nails into this taxidermy. It was weird. <laughs> but that's the kind of thing that we find or like the cursed like shadow box, the like World War II shadow box that had like a fingernail and Band-Aid in it. Dirt. It's, it, that one it was, was it, like so that, human hair. That one. I found it at Savers, and when I went up to pay for it, the lady's like, did you get that here? Yeah, exactly. That's how weird it was. No, I brought it here and thought I'd pay for my... No, anyway. So this year, uh, that now you have an understanding of the gift level that we do. So this year, Jeremy gives a gift that's... What did the box say? So Jer- it said, secret box for secret agents, secret agent eyes only. But like... Written on there with a wood burner. Yeah. By like like this was like a handmade, like balsa wood box, which Jeremy proceeded to feel, fill with teeth. all kinds teeth. of teeth. So teeth from the hog hunt, teeth from the cow skull we have in the front yard, teeth from just scavenged teeth just from all over the house. But like the you fact get this that your box, dad has a bunch of the fact that they were around the house. You open the box and <laughs> it says secret box for secret agent eyes only and then it's full of teeth. But he he like paired it with a picture of the virgin and her child. Some Russian yeah. Like, yeah. So one of the gifts we found I'm really disappointed that our our giant like beautiful got opened last. decoration got opened last. But the the gift that I was particularly proud of that we found. So a few years ago, Mark and Brandy had found these old got it. the old alcohol bottles where they were like ceramic images of something. So like for instance, we got a tequila bottle that was a Mexican with a sombrero, and you take the sombrero off and you pour the tequila out of his head. 
And so these were things that really existed back in the day. But super stereotypically racist. Yes. Like, <laughs> so much so. So we found this year a bottle of, it said fire water on the bottom, and it was a Native American, but like cross-eyed, the big, like bulbous nose. Like super dopey looking. Like. John Clicken. Yeah, like the stereotypical racist view. Like if you could do blackface of Native Americans, that's it. You know, to go along with Jeremy's fucking racist ass shit that's still in my shed because I won't throw it away. <laughs> um, so we, we, we found that. Um, but the gift that topped everyone and won the White Elephant Exchange, because there is a trophy now for the White Elephant Exchange. I forgot itself. that we started that. We haven't gotten that for a long time. And uh, Trevor and Tori won because they had the most fucked up yet ingenious White Elephant, which was a live hamster. A live hamster. <laughs> We have their boxes just moving around on the table. No one noticed. Ha- we now have a new rule. Well, it was on the floor down by your Christmas tree, so it wasn't like it was yeah. where we were all. But we now dogs you know. were we, so interesting. Yeah, we now have a new rule of no, no live, live animals. animals. So I will admit that shocked everyone. That changed the game completely. Oh yeah, that was like they took it to a whole nother level. That was that a game. showstopper. Like my teeth had done well, and everybody was grossed out, and then. They pull out the live hamster. It's like, oh, wow. So um, They so did anyway. take it back, and they did decide to yeah. give it to one of their children, just so you guys don't think that we just, you know. Well, it probably wouldn't have survived otherwise, so the car ride home would have been rough. It's cold. Um, you know, leave it on the roof or tied to the bumper. Like, wow. <laughs> like the dog on <laughs> Christmas vacation. Summer vacation. Summer vacation. That's they, when they, they did tied that. the That's dog right. to the bumper. That's right. So then the trophy... So then the ugly, whoever has the ugliest sweater. Now this. This has kind of turned into kind of most the creative, I think. Now. Yeah, this is. Because you can't uh, really do. Yeah, just, you can't do this that This has anymore. turned to lobbying because when you win the ugliest sweater competition, you take home the trophy, which we'll talk about, but you also have to host the next year's party. So the trophy is a trophy that's been passed down from year to year. And there are two well, this rules. This is version two. There are two rules with this trophy. One is you have to do something to it to change it for the next year. You have add to add to it. To it, do something, Alter it, modify somewhere. it. It's up to you, whatever you want. The second rule is it has to be displayed in your home where people can see it all year. If friends come to your house partway through the year, they should be able to see that trophy. And ours was proudly up in our kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> no, you, you and Sean of Anita do the same thing, which is stick it up in that, like, vaulted ceiling portion of your kitchen wall. We the, don't have that. Our house wall, is, which is perfect. Cool as yours. Where However, no one's going to see it. it. I don't think it'll fucking fit there now. I don't think it's going to fit there. I don't think it's it even like three feet tall now. Uh, we're going to fix that. I'm taking off like half of the lamp that Jeremy had. <laughs> so it's I too fa- heavy. So I fa- so it's also not stable. Like the top is like crooked and shit. It's a little wonky. However, I found a vintage and I do mean vintage. It's really cool. I really lamp. Lamp. I like the lamp. That is. sucker's got to be 20 pounds. It is so heavy. And it, but it's super ornate and all the, and so what I did is I took the top off, I took the guts out, and then the, the bolt inside of it that holds it all together, I fished it through the trophy, so I, I got it on there, but it is so heavy. I didn't realize that it was gonna be so heavy, 
It looks amazing, but it's, it's so ridiculous. Heavy. I'm gonna fix that. I think <laughs> I do like the the like ironwork on the inside, so I'm gonna it's figure really out cool. how to add, adjust that and put it on a real trophy base. So, so. well, and, and I I had looked for. A, well, you got all year to figure it out. I'd looked for a real trophy base all year. Like, it's been no in my joke. Sh- it's been in my shed we all have, year. We have but in our shed. So 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 that was what I ended up going with. But we stole it, so you couldn't find it. But I wanted like a big one. I mean, I could find little ones. Like so, the original. Trophy, I can't even remember what it was. It was like a soccer trophy or something. We took the soccer player off. I found a Pope. Well, the Pope didn't go on there originally. The Pope was the Pope was one of the additions on the new trophy. Was he second? Because I know we put the... Because there was originally, uh, on the first trophy, there were angels with sweaters. That was the very first trophy. And we had made a mantle lost. and put lights on that was, it. That was when we expanded without yeah. meaning yeah. to expand. And that one was nice because it was all engraved. Yeah, so now we have a different one, and I don't think the Pope was the first year. Maybe it was. I think he was, because it was like a soccer player. And we were going to put a sweat on a soccer player, but it didn't work. And then, like, right before the party, I found the Pope. So we put the Pope on it. However, it was just the Pope, and, like, that was it the very first year. Yeah. Yeah, but it's middle finger it's sticking out. It's now got, like, it's got, it's got Christmas wreaths, and it's got um, two mermaids on it now. The Pope's got it's wings. Got, like, the Pope has wings. It's Christmas got Christmas lights. lights. Christmas trees. Yeah, I did have to take off the leg lamp to get the the. I know I'm disappointed, the, but I still have it. If you end up, yeah, do you still have it? Because maybe I'll use it. Because we have a real trophy base to put on. So the anyway, so so that is part of it. So if you win, dog the sweater, you host the next year, and it's up to you what you want to do. This year we went to dinner, and then back for games. You, it, it's totally up to you when you host. So it's more than just finding an ugly sweater. It's it's a whole thing. And it's a lot of fun. We always have a blast. That's so. It's a lot of fun, and I actually look forward to it all year round. And seriously, I'm looking for gifts like constantly. And if I find one that's better, I'll make a sec like a. It's to the point where us as kids, we all go to Savers and we find stuff bad, like in the middle of summer. You should use this for your yeah, ugly always, sweater party. They're always looking for it. So, so this year, since I had a few extra things, that's why I doubled up. So I had the little, the little gothic Jesus that went with the teeth to offset the curse. And then the shirt I won. Oh boy, that was had to have been. So that shirt. So there's a shirt that gets passed around. Um, it's uh, it's from a. We had a party one year, and we were playing Jackbox games, and we were playing that game where you draw stuff and you put phrases together, and you can actually order shirts from yeah. it. And so Sean was like, "Oh, it's like a reindeer." And sent like a shitty Santa Claus, and then the saying was, "Well, the only that, reason you know that that's what it is is because somebody tells you." Well, that's a kick it's, in the giggle dick, or something like yeah. that is the phrase underneath it. And Sean had a shirt made out of it, and so like I won that. that the the year after. Mm-hmm. And then I've had it the last couple of years because I didn't want to I didn't want to throw it back in the mix like right after. So I've been holding on to that one. So that this year's the year to throw that back into the mix. But I also put it with my shoe. The crazy thing about that shoe, so it's a it's a wooden shoe that somebody made a boat out of, but it's a real honest wooden shoe. But it's European because the plug is European, and I can't get a light bulb to fit in it. So anyway, but that's the whole point is to find the most unique, interesting, strange. Not not just go buy something from the store, which there are those that do it, but it's the more unique and weird, the better. For sure. So anyway, that was the Ugly Sweater Party recap. Um, and then um, Snowpack. Don't talk about that. Snowpack. Let's talk about snow. So uh, it's Bob. I 
three to five years since we've had a decent winter here in Utah. Yeah, well, and in particular, an early winter. So the resorts were all open before Thanksgiving this year. We just got off the back of a really big snowstorm. And we've got another one. And then I just want to point this out because this actually plays into some of the, the stuff we're talking about with, with snow. So it snowed for like five days straight. And I think we probably got like a foot and a half to two feet in the valley over the course of that. At least at my house. I shouldn't say the whole valley. It varies. Um, but Yeah. But like then it started. The sun came out, but it's been below freezing for a week. Like I think today was the first day it got above freezing all day. Well, earlier this week or maybe it was the end of last week, one of the places in Utah hit negative 25. So broke the record for that day. Nation. Yeah low so the national low yeah yeah we hit the national low like last so and and that coldness is actually going across the country right now and so this is going to be one of the coldest christmases on record but like because it was still below freezing and the sun was out everything melts but it melts slowly and just forms ice almost immediately and so the snow turns to ice which turns to giant icicles which fills my gutters and causes ice damming on my porch um, and on my roof. But uh, that's an important thing to know because that also occurs in the mountains. So when it's not snowing actively, you get that big snowpack. So the snowpack is, you said what, 156%, So we're right now, as oh, okay. of today, because I got this today, we're 136% of normal. Okay. So that's good. And that's, but that, again, this is just, we're still early in the season. We're in December, December. So it's 136% of where it would normally be in December. And so Alta is the one over the specific, right now they have 69 inches, which they're 180% of normal compared to the 38 inch average this time of year. Which just, I just want people to think about that. 69 inches. They're almost six feet deep as a base at Alta. Yeah. Like, that's taller than most people um, being, you know, like that's really deep snow and that's, as the base. That's the snow pack. Yeah. That's not lightly falling. That's packed in. That's packed in base. That's why if you ever go up to those ski resorts in the summer, you notice the trees get pretty high up before you have leaves. And that's why. Uh, because for four or five months of the year, they're completely... They have snow under them. And, like, y- you look at the slopes and stuff and you see these big boulders. You don't see those when it snows because they're completely covered. Um, so, anyway, so that's uh, th- that's really good. Um, we have another storm coming in, like, all week this week. It's supposed to snow as well. So we may have a white Christmas. We may have a wet Christmas. All that really depends on temperature in the valley, what happens if we get rain or snow. Um, well, so and what happens is, as you were saying, you get that six feet of snow, then you have a, a warmer day. That top, it doesn't inch, even. Have, that's the thing; it doesn't even have to be warm. It has to be sunny out. because the sun will continue to melt the snow even in below freezing. So that top inch or less melts turns into turns kind to of ice, an ice, like an icy sludgy stuff. Then it snows again. Well, it's not even a sludgy thing on the mountain. It just turns into a sheet of ice, like really slick ice. And then, yeah, it snows again. And we get six inches, eight inches, a foot Twelve inches, on yeah. top of that. And then the slightest thing causes that ice shelf to break, which is how you get an avalanche. Yep. And so we will have a lot of avalanche problems here in this next week as people are, you know, there's a lot of people who go skiing over the holidays 
Um, right. And backcountry skiing in particular is very dangerous. Yeah, most of the resorts you're going to be pretty safe at. The, the, the trails are groomed. They're taking care of they stuff. They do like avalanche that. control quite a bit. Yeah, and, and Utah Avalanche Control is really good about going into the backcountry where they know people are and, and trying to do that control. They actually uh, year-round yep. teach people how to uh, mitigate and go out and check and see, like, are we prone to an avalanche if we are prone to an avalanche what areas wow. and things like that it's 1134 the- avalanches last year yeah so if you go to utahavalanchecenter.org they have the daily so you can look it up and it's got a map and it'll show you the areas that they're concerned about mm-hmm. so if you're this uh, really this has a lot to do with the cross-country skiers and the snowmobilers yeah they're the big ones because like Bree said if you're staying on the resorts that doesn't mean you can't have an avalanche, but they're well, watching. And that. also the backcountry skiers. Like, it's not just the cross country guys. In fact, the cross country guys probably aren't an issue because oh. they're not in the mountains. They're, yeah. they're on flatter slopes, um, or not slopes at all. Just, but the, the backcountry folks that like hike up a mountain yep. and then dump their snowboard and the, and on the and, yeah. So, so you could look on it and it'll give you two days areas to be aware of, to watch for. And the reason why I pulled these numbers is, they have the numbers for this year, but we're only a number of weeks into it. So I thought I'd pull last year's. Yeah. And the thing to think about, to keep in mind, last year is we didn't have hardly the snow we've got no. this year. It was 180% of last year right now. Yeah. So last year, 246 human-triggered avalanches. Mm-hmm. 46 of those people were caught in the avalanche. In well, 46 s- people were caught. They weren't necessarily the causers of the avalanche. Right. They just got swept up in it. Ten people buried, as in like buried, and seven people killed. So um, when I was married to Don, his best friend uh, Jen and her husband Steve, he actually was killed in an avalanche. Um, I had, I mean, I'd heard of it and stuff, but I hadn't really given it a lot of thought. And that was probably when I was about, I don't know, 23 or something like that. Like it was just so weird to know of someone who had died in an avalanche and they were able to find and recover his body. But yeah, he was swept away in the avalanche and slammed into the ground. Cause it's, it's basically water, but like, I mean, obviously that's what snow is, is frozen water, but, so but it sweeps days. you along just like water would. And it's, yeah, and, it's and there's trees. And like Chris said, there's boulders under that snow and stuff. And as the snow is coming trees. down, you know, <laughs> if, if you're swept along with it, like if you're just, if you're buried, you, you might die because of a lack of oxygen. But if you're swept along in it, nobody knows where you, you went. You might snap your neck too. Yeah, yeah. You could, you're slammed against things. And that's what happened to him. He actually got swept along and hit into some things and it took him a while to find his beacon and find him and dig him out. And he was Which, gone. Which, by the way, he had a beacon. Right. There, there are certain things. If you are going to backcountry ski, if you're going to snowmobile, you should have. They make avalanche um, packs that basically, when an avalanche comes, if you're going to get hit by it, you're gonna. It's almost like a parachute, but like it spits out like this huge, spacious bag around you, and it's mostly to protect like 
space so you have air, so you right. have oxygen. Um, because when you get buried, like the snow doesn't magically make a hole for you. No. Like it just fucking covers every inch. Just think of it making goes a into your mouth and into your ears. And yeah. So they have like avalanche packs that do that. They also have beacons so that like when the avalanche is stopped and search and rescue is looking for who might be in the avalanche, your beacon will alert them to where you're at. So, uh, 1,134 avalanches last year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we'll have, like I said, right now, this new snowfall is really primed to create a lot of avalanche problems because we've had a week of sunshine. And um, the, and there is a little bit of rain and stuff happening, which means it's warmer up in the mountains. And There's I no rain there's, in the mountains. I know. I'm saying it's warmer. Like the temperatures just everywhere are just warmer. So the, the Utah Avalanche, there's only 18 employees, so it's a relatively small yeah. group. I know. But they do. I know it's like three of them. They do a lot of work. Uh, combined, last year, 422 field days. So that's taking all their hours combined. So so if you are going to go out, uh, utahavalanchecenter.org, look it up. Look for the areas you're going. They have a map. It'll tell you the areas that they're concerned about. Some of the separate cities have them, too. Like, I know there's an Ogden avalanche something and... Um, just if you want to like do your particular area, uh, where they're focused on that, that one space, um, there's a bunch of different things that, that happen in any state that has skiing. So there you go. So you guys want to get into it now? Let's get into it. I need a drink. I got to put my glasses on. I need water too. Go get some water. I'm gonna. I'm smart. I brought mine down. I brought cookies instead. Those would make me have to have water as well. So uh, we are going to uh, jump into the City Weekly Best of Utah 2022 edition uh, food and beverage. Um, so we'll be remiss if we don't start at the beginning, though, because some of the top items are food items. I kind of wanted to mention this Hall of Fame a little bit, too, because um, Tom Barberry passed away this year. That's right. And uh, he was, he like did, uh, I think he started the tailgating up at the U and um, anyway, just kind of a, kind of an all around good guy. And he passed away this year from uh, MS, I believe it was. So, so uh, Dick Norse was, uh, you know, old, I don't know if he's still on the air. I don't think he is, but I think he's still alive. Um, there's the city club up in Ogden, Graywell. I don't know who Ian Brandt is. He's some vegan guy. Salt Lake Roasting Company. They moved. They used to be behind our building and now they're up the street. So, uh, you went to brewing as well. Um, these are all hall of famers now, uh, that will, that are honored with perpetual, uh, love from city weekly and their readers. So. Uh, okay, so let's uh, let's talk about uh, the very first food items. The best donut duo, Banbury Cross Donuts, was voted number one. Um, well, and it looks like there's cake donut runners up and raised glazed donut. Yeah, runners. so they're saying Banbury does both, and let me tell you, they're not the best. I'm sorry, Banbury Cross Donuts are just meh. I don't know why people vote for them every year. I will continue to say this. It's because it's easy to get to, and they're like super fancy, and they got all that decoration on them, and they're just they're not great donut donuts. However, 
They did a good job voting, and Fresh Donuts in Delhi, which is actually the best donut shop in the valley, and I will I will take it's that to my grave. It's actually in an old Winchell's building. It's a, a 27th South and State, roughly. There's like a stupid like Greek chicken place behind it in this weird parking lot that it's in, um, and it just says Fresh Donuts in Delhi. It's just a shitty old sign. They are always, every time I go there, they're so busy in the morning, Like, but it's fast service. It's in and out. They're simple donuts. They don't do anything fancy. They're fried in hot, fresh oil. Like their fritters are just amazing full oh, they of crunchy do have bits. Really good like, fritters. If you want a donut that's just a great, nice, fresh donut, fuck Krispy Kreme's bullcrap. Just go to Donuts and Deli. Never been a fan of Krispy Kreme. Um, I like them. They have their space. They have their space. Uh, Big O Donuts. I've never been there, but I might need to try it now because that was the other one that was in second and third place. Uh, with uh, Donuts and Deli. So Donuts and Deli is picking up some steam. People are starting to understand how good they are. Uh, hopefully, Banbury Cross will be off this list next year. I'm really disappointed in you people. The best chocolate chip cookie is not from Crumble, you That's fucking stupid. idiots. Isn't Crumble everywhere? Uh, well, Crumble is a startup, but it started It's here. a Utah company. Um, their cookies are not good. I'm sorry. Have, has anybody tried Twisted? There was some in my office today, and I hadn't Twisted seen sugar. them. Yeah, and I hadn't seen them yet. Heather's tried them, but they I, look really good. They're but. down the street. We could go get some. I know, but uh, Ruby Snap, Ruby Snap's the best, the best cookie. And you're they go second. Yeah, they should have been first. Just, I think it's just a little bit harder. There's so many locations of Crumble. Cookie. Well, and Crumble does a really good job marketing, and you know, I don't know why people like them. I just they're not good. I love cookies. It's one of my favorite things. My fucking nickname is Cookie. That's true. And I don't like crumble cookies. I'm just here to tell you they're not. You that can't great. even eat a whole one. They're just so dense. They're not flavorful. They'd be fine if they were dense and good. Um, you taste the frosting. That's about well, it. Well, like, um, like the Ruby Snap. That the one that I like with the peanut butter in it. Oh yeah, that's that's dense, a good cookie, and it's dense. Good. Yeah. And I'm not a big sweets person, and I really like it. So let's go to uh, the best meat pie. Fillings and emulsions. I'm not going to disagree. I, I love those guys. We've had them on the show. Um, I don't know who the dough miner is, but I have had Flake Pie Company. I've not had their savory pies, but there's there is a uh, one that's missing, and it's probably because they're not downtown. And it is the uh, the New Zealand um, bakery, uh, Sagato, mm. that's over. I, I think they've been in City Weekly before. But Sagato has the best meat pies. I actually think they're better than filling in emulsions. But you should go check out Sagato Bakery. Um, they're right behind the Shane Company on the corner of 7200 now South. Now you have State. a friend in the meat pie business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they also make really good sausage rolls, by the way. Uh, best fruit pie comes from Flake Pie Company. Uh, and then Pie Fight, which they have pretty good pies. And then Left Fork Grill. I don't know. I think their pies are okay, but I wouldn't. They're not spectacular. I've had Left Fork Grill before. Uh, best all you can eat buffet. Chuckarama always wins. I don't really give a fuck who wins this category because it's still a buffet. So because of COVID, I, most of those places are going. Like most of the Golden Corral's closed. Yep. Cause Which is sad because I think that that one was a better COVID buffet. just killed them. But I'm, it's, you know what? It's fine. Buffets are still buffets. The other two, the King Buffet and the Paradise Buffet, I think are both Chinese places. I, as um, far as buffets go, King Buffet was okay. Yeah, I mean, like, Chinese buffets are about the only buffet that I can handle. 
Uh, and even that, I'm still like, if it's not got a Mongolian grill, like I probably don't want to actually eat there. So, um, I will say though, like Charlie Chow's Dragon Grill, which is not technically a buffet, but it has a grill, uh, a, a Mongolian grill. Yeah. That place is great. Um, best funeral potatoes, which I didn't know there were places that sold those. So obviously it's, it's a ride in, but it must have gotten enough. I don't know that it is. To... But it's a garage on Beck. Tradition and the Dome Miner coming in second and third. Best white bread sandwich. Grove Market. Ah, the Grove makes really good sandwiches. And then Caputo's and then even Stevens, which I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, I don't know that I've had them. There's one down the street from my office, but and I know that the guys got them sometimes, but I don't know that I ever did. I would say Village Baker tops. Village even Baker's. Stevens easily, easily. And, and maybe even the other two. Village Baker is quite delicious for a white bread sandwich. Uh, best hot chocolate, Hatch Family chocolate, chocolates, uh, over-the-counter cafe, and then sweet like biscuits and limeade. I'd probably agree with Hatch Family. They, they've, they're chocolate. I haven't tried their hot chocolate. I haven't had their hot chocolate, but that's what this is the category for, though. Hot chocolate. All the rest of the chocolates amazing. Yeah, and their ice cream is really good too, actually. So I would. I will say, you know, Sweet Lake Biscuits is okay, but I'm I'm not a big fan. I've eaten there. I think they're overpriced, and what you get is not that amazing. Hey, look, Jeremy, it's your favorite cookie. What? Best oh, peanut yeah. butter cookie goes oh, to yeah. Ruby Snap. Which yeah. should be every With cookie. That lost to crumble because yep. That's it's correct. correct. Yeah. So that was the one I'm talking about. It, yeah, fact. the peanut butter cookie. Yeah, It is so good and dense, but so good. Best snow cone, Icy Mountain. Let's see. Okay, look. I don't know that best snow cones a great competition because Bahama Bucks. Go. It's whatever fucking even win. It's whatever it's snow shack that is close to your house is usually where you're gonna go. Usually Bahama Bucks. I go. Out, I know. I see that, but it should have been first. I don't. I, go. I will drive like 20 minutes out of my way to go to Bahama so Bucks. The ones we had in Hawaii because they have ice cream in them. You can get that at almost all of them. The snow cones we had in Hawaii were amazing. Shave ice. Yeah, the shaved ice with the the one. I had the one with the the macadamia. Ice cream. Uh-huh, with and the ice cream and the that yeah. was you can get that here. There are there are snow shacks that, that do, do those that do ice cream inside of well, them. Clearly, there's one uh, called what was it? Haka. What is that? Hakalua. Hokulia. Shave ice. I bet that they don't just do snow cones. I'm sure they do shave ice, and that's what you guys are talking about. Best ice cream sundae. Now, this is Leatherbees is going to win this somewhat perpetually. We don't have quite as many ice cream shops, like real ice cream shops, as we used to, right? So it's it's kind of yeah. that's a tough one. Leatherbees always wins because it's good. And I don't care about best dinner roll. I don't eat dinner rolls. By the way, Texas Roadhouse. But the Lion House dinner rolls are really they good. are good. But Texas Roadhouse still has the best rolls. Yeah, but they're not Utah. I don't care. They're still the best in Utah. I don't. I, I agree though. They're still good. Um. All right. Uh, this is actually a real important category for Utah. And that's the Not best. Not for me, though. I've never been to any of these. But Okay, so when people come here and they're like, what's Utah's thing? Because, you know, like Philadelphia is the cheesesteak, Chicago's the deep dish pizza. You know what it is for Utah? Fucking soda, soda. shops. The dirty sodas. And people don't understand what the hell that even is. But it is a big Because you can't have bars. Well, people don't go to no, bar here. Bars no, here. It's for all the Mormons that don't drink. I know. Yeah, that's they don't go said. to bars, so they go to the soda shop. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> calm down. The microphones <laughs> don't need to yell I in barely it. said anything into it. So um, it's yes. also because they don't drink coffee, and so this is their. It's more the I think yeah. it's more the coffee than it is the alcohol yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. So 
So what you can do is get they have all kinds of mixes. All it is is a mixed soda with like it's soda with a syrup and different it. syrups. It's basically like the way they used to make it before you could just buy a cherry, you know, Coke. Yeah, you used to go get Coke, a Coke and then the cherry the, syrup. The pharmacy guy, you you'd buy him in the pharmacy. They'd add cherry syrup to it. They're two and three and five dollars a drink. Uh, more than that now. Uh, but thirst drinks wins out apparently. Um, followed by fizz and swig is the every third. time I see fizz, I read it as fuzz. The two straws throw me off every time. Um, I mean, it looks like flizz when I see it. I'm like flizz. Yeah, I don't. I'm just not into it. Like I, I will say this. I have raspberry puree and like creme de coconut in my fridge because they're really good in Dr. Pepper. Like they make a great dirty Dr. Pepper. But uh, I, yeah, I just can't go to a soda shop. Um, best cream pie is Pie Fight and then Flaky Pie Company and Monkey Wrench, which I don't know about Monkey Wrench. Oh. It's a place I'm going to have to try now. Best fried scones. We talked about this last week just because it played into what Brie was doing, but Sills Cafe. And I got to agree with that. Their scones are amazing. All the scone cutters closed. I used to really like scone cutters. That place is fucking gross. No, their scones were really no, good. No, they weren't. They were always dry and crappy. What? And they didn't You're make not always right, Chris. They didn't That's make true. them in-house. When we were in high school, that was the place to go. The one by Granger. Right I think corner. it used to be better. Because I, I think it got worse over the years. 30 years ago, it was... And maybe I just remember them as being you know, uh, really good. But where's that place that Scott's? Scott's used to have really good scones. Scott's driving. Yeah, yes. they're, they're gone too. I know. So you get, uh, you know who else is Virgis? Virgis has really good scones. Yeah, yeah. Virgis that's has a local, really good scones. I haven't had scones. their scones. That's it's a local really, place. They're really yeah, they're good. really good. I just go to Virgis all the time up at Weber. Yeah. Did I, and I told my, I already told my Penny Ann story. Uh, no, you did not no. tell Penny Annie. <laughs> I, I am such a weirdo with stuff like this, so. When we were in California, we were talking about places to go. My sister said, oh, we should go to Penny Annie's. And I was like, and so then I said, well, something, something, Penny Ann's. And then she said something, something, Penny Annie's. And then I said something, something, Penny Ann's. <laughs> and then I like had to like There's Google it. There's not even it. a fucking E at the end of it. I had to like Google it to like confirm to myself that I was right. I mean, I did like out and out correct her, but I was like, I had to like confirm to myself that it was. Penny Ann's. It is definitely Penny Ann's, and it's not that great. But I, I, to be fair, there's not a lot of diners left in Utah, so. No, COVID successfully killed a lot of those, too. Restaurant business runs on pretty thin margins. The ones that survived, you know, it was magical. All right. Now we're going to get into uh, the reader's picks of dishes. Utah food and dishes. Dishes. So the best, uh, chili, what is this? Chiliquils? I don't know. What the fuck is that? Chilaki? I don't know. Chilakis, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, I don't know. Lucky's Iron Door. That, so that is a second location of Lucky's, uh, Lucky 13. Um, and it is over there in Jordan Landing. And it's spot on. They replicated the burgers very well. Um, so that's, that's, uh, definitely good. Photogenic dishes, um, Table X, Sapa, and then Tona Sushi. I don't know what Tona Sushi is. Best breakfast burrito. <laughs> Beto's. I agree 100%. Beto's makes the best breakfast burrito. And Alberto's. And Alberto's, which they're all the same thing. They just yeah. like, they, they've got them all over. Alberto's, Gualbeto's. They, they buy up all the old, like, tiny little. Yep. So, like, the 
what's left of those old Central Park. There's a well. They also own the Scone Cutter that used to yeah. be over there. The scone those, Cutter those, out by me. They bought an old. It was like a Taco Bell. They yeah, bought an old Taco. Bell. Anyway, yeah, they're all over the place, but they're all basically the same thing. And their breakfast burritos are like I'll go get a breakfast burrito from there any time of day. I love them. They're, and they're so huge. Good. Yeah, they're super filling. They're like two mils. Um, best breakfast sandwich. Central Ninth Market. I've never been there. I'll have to go check it out. I've never even heard of it. Uh, Astro Burgers does breakfast. It's uh, number three on here, so I'll have to try their breakfast. I've, I know they have breakfast on the menu, but I've never had breakfast from any of the Greek f- folks because it's Astro Burger, Apollo Burger. Does Apollo do it as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and they're all cousins. Yeah, they're all it's they're all, all the Greek family related. Greek family, and yeah. they do have amazing burgers. Best quiche, that's not a dish you think of very often, but uh, Eva's Bakery, which I'll give props to Eva's. I love their stuff. I haven't had anything bad there yet. Uh, and then Coffee Garden and the Dodo. Um, fin- I haven't been to the Dodo in a long time. Yeah, I don't, I think, I don't think it's that great personally. But um, Best Eggs Benedict, Finn's Cafe, Market Street Grill, and then Ruth's Diner. And I do like Market Street's Eggs Benedict because they do uh, good stuff with seafood, so... Best pancakes. There's Penny Annie's again for you, Bree. <laughs> uh, Lazy Day Cafe and Eggs in the City for best pancakes. Uh, best French Penny toast. Penny Annie's was in that weird uh, chill quests or whatever it is category. Oh, too. really? Yeah. I don't know what the word is. Our listeners might correct me. Please do. Uh, best French toast, Neater's. And mm. I've heard that Neater's French toast is spectacular. It's pretty dang good. I've so. never had it, but... Um, Best crepes, Monsieur Crepes a la Maison, um, which I guess is a crepe shop in Sugar House. I need to go visit because I love crepes, uh, especially good crepes. Um, Look, here's Penny Ann's again. No, it's Annie's Cafe. No, and Best Bacon and Eggs. I skipped it. Oh, Best Bacon and Eggs, yeah. I like the Park Cafe, by the way. And over-the-counter cafe is great, and it's tucked away in this like I'd ridiculous place. I think Jelly Jar is overrated. Have you had chicken and waffles there because that's what was named the best no, i haven't um hub and spoke and then mark for bistro for chicken and waffles um breakfast in the canyon i mean is there really very many choices <laughs> like it's kind of a <laughs> that's kind of a special category yeah. there's like four of them and only three get named so we'll skip that category how about that best biscuits and gravy no sweet lake biscuit limey it's not true I actually, so there's a place I want to, it's not there. So there is a place, a new Southern food place out in Draper. I can't remember the name of it right now, that I want to go try their biscuits and gravy. Sweet Lake biscuits and gravy. I've had them. Their gravy's not great. Their biscuits are subpar, I think. I know that's their whole spiel, but it's not. Subpar biscuits and okay gravy, that's their spiel. <laughs> well, their whole thing, I mean, their name is. You got to s- fix my mic. Sw- you need to turn your fucking mic so it's not cockeyed and it'll be better. See how your little look. See how your little thingy here is crooked, right there. Turn the whole mic. There you go. That'll probably fix a lot of that, honestly. So um, it's. I know it's. It's. It sounds silly, but the best biscuits and gravies I've that I've ever had is in Texas. Oh, that's not oh, silly that's not at all. Silly, I mean, it's it, it, it just you're uh, in the south. And you, sa- same with like cornbread. Just need to come over to my house. Best cornbread I've ever had. Same thing. In you Texas. know why the best cornbread is in Texas? Because they know how to make cornbread. Because it's yeah. in the South. Guess who's from Texas and makes really good cornbread? It's corn. <laughs> Not you. 
No, 100% me. He's from Texas. I'm from oh. Texas. <laughs> I'm up in Wyoming. He's born in Lubbock. I'm born in, born in Texas. Wyoming in. I was born in Texas. My mom lived in Texas most of her life and she was a cook in Texas and I grew up on that. Did your mom that. cook fairly? Was she a good oh, cook? Oh yeah, she's a good oh, cook. She's a great cook. When she was home. Yeah, when. She's really good at when like she was being making something out of nothing. When she was being non-neglectful. Yeah, she's an amazing cook. Like she's, I. Yeah. She's, she's, she's really good at making something out of nothing. She's a great cook. Um, that's one thing that I will always say about her. And my grandma was even better. So, um, the best bagel. This is important because I've been trying to find a good bagel in Salt Lake. That's another one that's kind of hard to find is a good bagel in Salt Lake. Yeah, I want to. I want to try Feldman's just because they like tell them. Yeah, I need to go down so. there and try their bagels. So the Bagel Project. Uh, one. And I've heard that is a really good bagel. We So we have Bagel Fridays at work. We get bagels brought in. But because our office isn't downtown anymore, they used to get the Bagel Project, apparently. Now we get Einstein's. And Einstein's bagels, you might as well just go fucking bag, grab a bag of bagels from the grocery store. No, they're, they're a step above that. But um, when we were... They, but they are, are just so kind of... They're, they're a little less bready. They at least kind of boil Maybe them. some of them. But. Um, when we were in New York, we went to one of the... Oh my god, those bagels oh, are amazing. I still dream talk about, those about a yummy bagel. Uh, Harmon's bagels are pretty good. I've not tried them. They're, I, I mean, they're better than Einstein's. Uh, so I we did gloss over this, but I want to talk about Sunday's best because I love it. So they've been tagged the best special occasion brunch. That place is really good. Uh, Sunday's best is actually a, a spectacular brunch spot, uh, and it's out in Draper. It's not in the oh. not in the Salt Lake City proper area, so. Uh, the Park Cafe gets best huevos rancheros. I don't even know Trace Hombres served breakfast. Neither did I. Hmm. Best muffin coming from the Little America gift shop, the coffee shop there. Huh. Uh, best beignet. Thirst drinks wins best beignet as well. That's interesting that they make beignets there. They must have. Hopefully, they have shitty coffee to go with those beignets. And of course, like in a pick a jelly jar. Yeah. Well. Well, now I want beignets and scones. The best casual brunch is Weller's Bistro, but the picture they have doesn't look so casual to me. Looks pretty fancy. Yeah. <laughs> Eggs you see in the that city ad for uh, Cecilia Mia? Mm. Yeah, that place is good. That's definitely worth going. Best cinnamon rolls, I will agree. Village Baker cinnamon rolls are on fire. I'm They're still so going to go good. with Chris's Kitchen for that one. Yeah, I do make really. Um, in fact, it's Christmas time. I'll be making cinnamon rolls Sunday morning. So my ex-husband is kind of like Jeremy. He's not a big sweets fan. He doesn't really eat them. But he one thing he looks forward to on Christmas is Christmas cinnamon, cinnamon rolls. rolls. Oh, no, Christmas man. specifically. The best fried egg roll, Lakai Noodle House. And they have a picture of it on here. And that is enough for me to go get them. I that looks really good. I live for egg rolls that are like that. And they are so effing hard to find so for anyone listening the pearl and al che are the other two places that were is listed in the top three the pearl one that we go to that's not ours no no we go to pearl Ex- pearl express so different place best pretzel bohemian i would have to agree with that yep there's not even a there's not, it's not even close pretzel ever we, we went there for my birthday i mean i've had them before but we were there for my birthday just a couple months ago and man those pretzels are so good with the beer cheese I love it. Best poutine is a good category because it's one of my favorite What's dishes. What's a poutine? Really? You've never had poutine? I don't even know what that is. So p- poutine is French fries and cheese curds with a beef gravy on top. 
Ew. It's so good. It's that's <laughs> they're like little potatoes. It's like yeah, I mean it's not little potatoes. It's French fries. It's fried potatoes. It's like usually frites, like the double fried potatoes with cheese curds and some sort of gravy. They're no good. thanks. They are really oh, good. So good. I love poutine. So the other two, so Ice House, uh, Diversion, Social Eatery, and Prohibition. And you know what? I don't think Prohibition's that good. I am not. sad about the, the poutine. You remember the poutine food truck? Yeah, poutine in your mouth. Man, they were so good. Yeah, their food was great. I think, didn't they go to Seattle? Yeah, they moved. Uh, best nachos, Porcupine Pub and Grill, Gracie's, and then Lake Effect. Not a single Mexican restaurant amongst those. So I had some uh, nachos at Gracie's, and the meat wasn't even seasoned. So I don't, no, I don't get that. I didn't think they were good at all. I remember that. The best charcuterie, Cecilia Mia. I'd agree. We've had their charcuterie. It's great. So it's one of those. It's probably the memory more than anything else, but that charcuterie board we got in Seattle up in, I can't remember what building, the Walker building, or it was the something. Oh, in the Smith, the Smith, Smith Tower? Building. We had that. I don't know if it was the best charcuterie I've ever had, or if it was the whole night. It was the, the night. It was the night. The charcuterie was It wasn't just that there. good. Just, uh, just a memory. We've just, had better charcuterie boards in our own fucking houses than that. I, I, so I, I just, that, that was, for whatever reason, that stands out to me as one of the highlights. That is a tough one for me to judge because we have charcuterie parties that are just, Oh yeah, and sometimes we world. just make charcuterie just right just because, because yeah. Best burger was always going to be Lucky Thirteen, perpetually the best burger uh, for good reason. Those burgers are really quality um, burgers for sure. Crown Burger I and love a Proper Burger. I still have not gone to Proper Burger. I still haven't either. I need to because it's on here every year. Crown Apollo. What's the other? Astro. Astro. They're they're wonderful. Slight right. differences in all of them, but but they're all... Lucky 13 doesn't have the best fries. I'm sorry, guys. Their fries aren't that good. Crown. I love Crown crowns. burger fries. Fries are interesting. Um, I don't know. Bruges gets a good vote for fries. I Honestly, my favorite fries in the whole wide world definitely should never be voted best fries. They're the French fries from La Frontera. <laughs> <laughs> the like, the like, hand cut, like super flat, like greasy. soggy, greasy. That's your favorite. That have this that special. I don't even know what the fuck seasoning it is, but the special seasoning on them. I love those fries. So I'm not a good fry judge. They're limp fries. Um, so best bre- comfort food from the Bayou. Does it say what it is though? Uh, I think just in general, and I would agree. The Bayou's got really good. I mean, that's what when you think of like. Like soul food, fried chicken. The bayou, you know, the bayou is a good. I, I I buy that for sure. And their their drink menu, their beer selection is the biggest yeah. in Utah, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. And Moochie's Moochie's meatballs and more. I think uh, like a ch- a cheesesteak or a, a meatball sandwich is definitely considered comfort food to some people. I don't understand the Red Rock Brewery tag here, though. I don't know why that's comfort food. It's it's pub. It's like a, it's it's a people are having brewery. a hard day. <laughs> Best brats, bewilder brewing. I'll have to try. Uh, beer bar and ice house. Um, neither of which are specialized in food. See, I, I would it's like think they have Italian sausage and brats there. I would think Bohemian. Yeah, yeah, they have good brats there. Their brats are their, sh- their schnitzel. I just don't good. think they're just, as well known. I don't think people spend as much time there because they're so far out. Maybe, but if you want real authentic, amazing German food, that's the place to go. Best deli sandwich, not white bread sandwich, deli sandwich. Caputo's, 
Feldman's and Grove, and I think those are probably good quality deli sandwiches. Yeah. Best French dip, even Stevens. No. The Copper Onion and Piper Down. Piper Downs is good. I've never had their French dip. The one at Piper Down is really good. The best Reuben comes from Feldman's. I'd buy that. I'm not a big Reuben fan, though. I think uh, sour. Ooh, best fried those. chicken sandwich. Pretty bird. Yeah. So the, the Reuben at Fiddler's Elbow is probably one of my favorites, but that didn't even make the list. Nope. But, nope. That, but that Reuben is really good. So Pretty Bird Chicken gets best chicken sandwich, like Bree said. So then... Cluck Truck, when Jess and I went to the City Weekly thing when we won it a couple of years ago, these guys were just coming in, and uh, they had met with with Viet and stuff. So I've heard that they're they're actually really really good, but they're I think they're in Ogden. So I've always I wanted to try them, but they're not by us. I will say Moochie's wins best meatball sandwich. On in terms of flavor, I have to agree, but in terms of edibility, I'm sorry, the meatballs are too fucking big to eat that meatball sandwich for me. So I don't ever buy it because I'd rather have their cheesesteaks anyway. Which, by the way, they won our cheesesteak competition. Just saying. Fuck off, Scotty, because I know you're going to bitch about that. But they won. (laughs) And according to City Weekly and the readers of City Weekly, they are still the best cheesesteak sandwich in the valley is Moochie's Meatballs and more. Followed by DP and then Vito's in Bountiful apparently has a good cheesesteak. I've heard the Philadelphian makes a good one. The representation I had was not good, but uh, I've heard that's good as well. Uh, best flatbread pizza. Um, flatbread Napole- Neapolitan Pizzeria. Oh, there's actually a Neapolitan Pizzeria somewhere. Slackwater. And I got to say, Slackwater's pizza is amazing. If you've not gone to Slackwater and had their pizza and beer, you need to get there. Like, that place is great. Best cheesesteak. I just said that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought we were talking meatball sub. Well, I did, and, and then, then I went right to and then I went sorry. to cheesesteak because I was saying I always buy their cheesesteaks, and they won our competition. And then I saw they were also were the readers' pick for City Weekly. Um, uh, Lucky Slice Pizza is mentioned here for um the best margarita pizza. Lucky Slice Pizza is really good pizza. Like I would. Tell anyone to go to Lucky Slice uh, and and pick up a pie. So, uh, Yoko Ramen wins the best dumplings, which I I'm gonna have to go try them because anything that beats David's Kitchen is worth noting um, because David's Kitchen is the best dumpling in the valley, like hands down. Their sauce isn't as good, I don't think, as like Asian Star actually, but uh, their dumplings are amazing, and I know they're handmade in the back of that damn restaurant. Because I've been back there because I did work with these guys. And I've been back there on dumpling days where they're hand-making thousands of dumplings in preparation for the weekend. And it is a bunch of people making dumplings. Best Thai curry? Yeah, I don't know where Shannon Thai Cafe is. Yeah, right I downtown, know. I guess. 278 East, 900 South. Uh, Sawadi's so, so okay. And I, I've had Chabar now. And I can say I don't think they're that good. Um, if you want really good Thai food... Go over to Thai Delight off of 6200 and bang it. It's one of the best Thai places in the valley. Also, there is a Vietnamese place that actually serves like pad Thai and pad CU and spring rolls in Kearns in the back of a Vietnamese market in the shittiest looking strip mall. And that pad Thai was good. That place, 
I think they beat, I, I think they beat out, um, um, Tidalite actually for their pad tie and their pad CU. Stuff. To be honest with you, the, a lot of times that's the place that has the best. Food. You wouldn't even know this place existed. Like it is in a shitty strip mall and it's a grocery store up front. You have to go all the way to the back and then you see that they actually have like a, it's a cafe of sorts. Like there's no place to eat. It's all takeout. But they make everything fresh. They fry the egg rolls fresh when you get there. Like, the place is unbelievably good. And it's, like, just this little shithole tucked away in currents. I think it's called, like, the Venetian or the Viet something. I don't know. Best uh, bibimbap, uh, which is a really good Korean dish. Uh, Korea House, which I've never been to. Um, Mayanga is really good, uh, is listed there. So, Best dragon roll. They're saying Kyoto Japanese restaurants. Okay, but third is tsunami. But I would argue with that. Tsunamis is so good. Are they all the same though? Because that's the that's, thing that I, I, I have a hard time believing that they're the exact same roll, because they're they're all made a little bit differently. And so, you know, which yeah, just because they have the same name doesn't mean you're comparing. Exactly. Exactly. Um, best. Uh, Best katsu. So Kyoto Japanese restaurant. I, I haven't had their katsu there. Uh, Ito Sushi probably is pretty good. And then Mo Betta's is listed as number three. And I will tell you, there's, I love Mo Betta's. there is a place on uh, Redwood and like just, just before 90th, like just north of 90th called, um, fuck, it's a Hawaiian grill. Their katsu is unbelievable. It's is so it good. Like Lolo. Like Loco Lulu or some shit. Because I had that. It's, it's right next to the Filipino Filipino place. It's right by the Wallaroos. Uh, I don't know. It's, and Schmidt's Pastry. No, that's too far east. No, because I went because I went there. Like, oh no, that's that's a place on on 104th that you're thinking of. Oh, am Schmitz. I? I was gonna say because I went because right by Schmidt's, I just went to a Hawaiian place and had katsu. It was so good. Just yeah, that place that place is okay. I've been there a couple times, but we the, had no better today for a holiday lunch. Is that what you guys had? Yep. Oh man, that's uh, I'm gonna find the name of this place because it's by this Filipino place as well. I didn't um, know that Bot made bulgogi. Uh, yeah, that's the that's the Korean beef that they put on stuff is the bulgogi beef. Um, uh, didn't, that's what you made for dinner. Didn't Bumblebee get um like number two or something for yeah. best bulgogi? Yeah, number two. Um, hold on, I'm gonna find this place. I I'm not gonna let you guys continue. You can continue. Well, I was just gonna say best pho, huh? Yeah. I like pho. Best dim sum, red maple. Yeah, I like red maple. And then Hong Kong Tea House and New Golden Dragon came third. Okay, so the the place, the Hawaiian Grill, that has a really good katsu. It's called Honolulu Grill, um, and it's like I said, it's eighty eight sixty Redwood Road, uh, and then right next to it is BFF Turon, which is uh, um, a uh, a Filipino place that makes really good Filipino food. So if you're interested, because I doubt best Filipino restaurant is a category, probably not, because there's probably like two in the valley. Best Pad Thai, T-Rose Diner. Every time Chris tries to take me to the T-Rose Diner, it's closed. I will I will, I will, reserve my judgment whether or not that's the best Pad Thai anymore because that Venetian place is really good. Hold on. Now i got to find the name of that place, too, while you're going. Keep mm-hmm. going. Well, okay, so uh, Best Hawaiian Barbecue, Mo Betta's took first. What a shame. No, Honolulu Grill. I'm telling you, in that place, I don't think is well known because of where it's at, but I am telling you right now, Honolulu Grill. Go there. You will not be disappointed. It is Unbelievably good. The salty pineapple and then Moki's Hawaiian grill. 
The salty pineapple is a really good food truck. Uh, okay, so it's the Vientiane Market. It's V-I-E-N-T-I-A-N-E. And it is, it's it's in this dumpy-ass strip mall, um, kind of behind a Walgreens. There's like a Fiesta Olay, which is like a shitty taco joint <laughs> in the front of the parking lot. Like, you drive back there and you're like, what the hell is this? It is like a dumpy-ass Kearns shopping center. It's a really good, it's like a Vietnamese grocery store, and then this great cafe in the back, I'm telling you. Best brisket, Pat's Barbecue. Yeah, they win that all the time. Um, and I don't, I don't know. R&R got second. Fuck R&R. They're not good. R&R got second behind Pat's and Best Ribs, too. At least Bam Bam's got on there somewhere as yeah. Best Pulled Pork. I will say, I think Bam Bam's brisket's probably better than all these guys. Um, best Indian curry. You guys still need to try Sean's or Scenes, however. Oh yeah, I do need to go. That, that really is good. It's just it's it's down there in Lehigh by the base. Um, it's all military themed because he's ex-military. He smokes all of his meats. He makes all of his sauces right there. It is really good. Himalayan Kitchen for best Indian curry. I do like Himalayan. Uh, Bombay House has fallen off the map here, man. Oh, used to... Mumbai House now. Is that what it's changed its name then to? Look at the Briani. Oh, yeah. Formerly Bombay. Oh, there you go. Saffron Valley and then Himalayan Kitchen. I love Saffron Me Valley. Too. Um, I will say we went to a new place called uh, like Briani, like Paradise Cafe or something. It's over there off of 123rd, and they have really good Briani. Best chicken tikka masala, Saffron Valley, Himalayan Kitchen, and Kathmandu. Cafe Molise for best ravioli. Uh, Michelangelo's is a really good restaurant um, if you're ever interested in Italian food. Best calzone, Italian village. I'll agree with their vendors being great. Then the pie. Yeah. I saw that at your party. Blackwater. Let's see. Best steakhouse prime rib, Maddox. Uh, Maddox is all right. Way up north there. Um, it's good to see them on here. All of the ones in the valley closed forever and ever ago, didn't they? I don't oh, yeah. Know. They haven't been in the valley forever. Maddox it's, is the only one I know of up in like Perry, Tremont area. Yeah. It's at the, it's, it's if you're heading up to Logan, it's like there before you head up into They got the, that big old ass cow thing outside. Yeah. Their, their stuff's all right. Um, let's see what else is here. Best quesadilla cafe Rio. Uh, sure. Uh, then Taqueria 27, then Tres Hombres. Best empanadas. I need to try Arimpas because Argentina's best empanadas are still my favorite until I try a better one. They're listed number two, to be fair. They're babe. Best mocajete. Uh, chili Tepin. No. Maria's Mexican Grill. Um, no. Mi Ranchito Grill. No. <laughs> it is. Well, actually, it might be Maria's. Maybe it is Maria's down in Orem. Best carbonara at the Copper Onion. Hold on, I gotta look. I think carbonara. I said this last year too. Car- carbonara. Uh, I don't know, man. Lucina, Toscano, and Michelangelo's on Main. You have not gone down and had the Cecilia Mia carbonara. That stuff is really good. Best tacos, Vasil Taqueria. All right, let's see. How did Bone Star not get up higher? Where the fuck's Orem? There it is. That's strange. I feel like that should have been higher. I gotta find. 
Ooh, nah. best tamales. La Casa del Tamal, Red Iguana, and Victor's Restaurant. Weird that Casa de Tamal would have the best tamales. Uh, it's Chris's Kitchen has the best tamales. Uh, we're making those as well this week. Um, I don't know where the fucking stuff is. Best burrito, Lone Star. Alberto's and Red Iguana. Best menudo. What? Who's eating that shit? Menudo's good. <laughs> La Puente. La Casa del Tamal. Look, Julia's Mexican restaurant. Best made I didn't in know Utah. you opened a restaurant. Yeah. Best made in Utah food product. Salsa Queen. They were just on the show. Uh, Laziz and then Beehive Cheese Company coming in last there. Best Euro Greek Slovaki. Okay. Yanni's and Cranberger. I do like Cranberger. I love Yanni's, man. Yanni's is really good. I think we insure Greek Slovaki. Um, let's see. Can we get into the next? Uh, yeah, okay. Best Shawarma. Maza Cafe, Curry oh, Fried Chicken, and Beirut. Um, best Greek Slovaki is Greek Slovaki. Weird. <laughs> Crown Burgers and Yanni Greek Express. I think Yanni is actually one of my favorite Greek places in the valley. Um, best falafel, Maza, O'Falafel, and Laziz. And I will tell you, the best falafel in the valley that I've had is at the freaking international market. That oh, grocery store yeah. place that has that cafe. Man, that's good. Um, Feldman's. Hey, Pretty Bird got uh, best coleslaw for second. Second, second best. Yeah. Feldman's got the first. Pretty Bird's coleslaw is amazing because yeah, it's, it's really it good. is not the coleslaw you think of when you think it's of your mother's coleslaw. Fresh handmade coleslaw there. It's great. Uh, best shrimp scampi. Cafe Melise. We should go try that. Uh, let's see. Best oysters. I don't care about oysters. What's a fish platter? Uh, like a big fisherman's feast, fried fish and crap. So, best fish and chips, summer haze, halibut and chips. Gonna have to try it, Brie. Cod's. I do like to try the fish and chips everywhere I go. Cod's speed at Hall Pass um, is okay. Uh, what is that restaurant Jeremy's been talking about? Uh, that he likes to go for your birthday. Bohemian. Bohemian? Yeah, they their have. Oh, really was their fish good and chips fish and good? Chips. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, their fish and chips is good. I, to be honest, I don't think I've had anything at the Bohemian that was like not good. I think everything I've ever had there has just been good. The best poke, poke Hanayaya poke. I don't know Hanaya. Whatever. I can't fucking say Hawaiian words. Um, best chili, whiskey, whiskey street treats. cocktails and dining for the best chili. Interesting. The Park Cafe and Squatters. I haven't. I have not eaten at Squatters in so long. I haven't they had, actually have good fish and chips. I've too. never tried their chili. I should the, try it. I mostly like beer battered fish and chips, so like most of the pubs do a really do good a job. Really good, yeah. Hmm. All right. I don't What's ag- a seafood cocktail? I don't agree with Mariscos Ensenada. I don't think it's very good. What? It's a shrimp I cocktail. My dog. I just was like thinking that the dog was under my foot and I started to pet it, it with Jeremy. That's leg. my leg. Wow. <laughs> some leg pets under the like, table there. That's weird. That doesn't feel like my dog. Best French onion soup, Desert Edge Pub. I'm not a big French onion soup fan. Like I Me like either. it, but I don't go order it. Like that's not a thing that I care about that much. Oh, clam chowder. That again, Chris's kitchen for clam chowder. Gonna have to try Freshies and and uh current probably. Freshies is on here a couple times for some other stuff seafood related, so probably worth a, a shout. Mm-hmm. 
Mrs. Backers is winning stuff still? What the heck? What? Mrs. Backers Pastry Shop. I mean, it's third place, but best specialty custom cakes. Uh Oh, apparently people like them still. Best decadent dessert, gourmandies. I could see that. Gourmandies makes a lot of good stuff. Uh, Best cookies. There we go. That's where we need to be. Ruby Snap, number one there. So maybe for chocolate chip, crumble's good. I don't know. I won't ever try them because I hate their cookies. Every cookie I've ever had there has been not good. So, Best Macron. Um, I'm really disappointed that Eva's not on here because I think hers, I, yeah, the Eva's hers bakeries are so are good. So good. Uh, but Fillings and Emulsions does have really good macrons. They do. Theirs are really delicious. I will say this. I love those guys. Sometimes their macrons suffer the fate of being in a cooler that also their meat is in, and you get to taste meat pie with your macron because that's <laughs> not good. You guys should fix that because that does happen occasionally. Uh, best gelato, Dolcetti gelato, and then Sweet Italy gelato and some other place I don't know. Best declare Schmitz, I would agree with that. Their declares are really good. That's about the only thing that I've had there that I liked, honestly. From Schmitz. Yeah, I don't think Schmitz is that great of a place. Best so, locally made chocolate bar. Our, Ritual chocolate is is really good. For our wedding, and Heather and I's wedding 20, almost two years ago, uh, that's what we had as declares from Sch- Schmitz, and they were maybe it's just nostalgia that you remember. Could, uh, that's possible. You know what eclairs are also good? The cream puffs that you get from like Costco. Those are pretty good. Um, but yeah, the ritual chocolate you're right is good. So is solstice. I don't and chocolate conspiracy. Yeah. All three of them are fantastic. But yeah, I I take I eat all of those regularly. I think I would ha- I would be hard pressed to pick the best out of too. those three cause because they're, they're so all good. good for different things. Yeah, they're all really good chocolates. Does Chili Beak do anything with chocolate bars? Uh, so. He said he was going to, but I don't think he does right now. Because okay. his chili stuff in a chocolate bar, that would be amazing. Mrs. Yeah. Backer's got a Best Cupcakes, too. They must have done some lobbying this year. Yeah, could be, could be. Mrs. Backer's is who uh, did my original. Back to nostalgia. Cake. Well, I mean, if they're still around after that. Uh, best <laughs> Hot Dog, J-Dog's. Best breakfast to go, Apollo Burger. That was a staff pick. So that might be worth trying, Jeremy. That's the second time I've seen him on there. Yeah. Where did you skip to? Because you missed best frozen yogurt, best bread pudding, and best cheesecake. Um, No, I oh. wouldn't say I missed them. Well, <laughs> those are important to me. I kind of breezed right past them. But you can, you can yell them out because you've never had any of them. Well, no, I haven't. So. But I like... I like frozen yogurt, and I didn't really know that there are that many places. Yogurt. It's the University of Utah yogurt stand. Yogurt. I swear to God, that's exactly what it is. Oh, is that what it says? Yep. U of U campus. Yogurt near the U of U campus. We'll never go there. North Ogden Yogurt Company. Probably won't ever go there. (laughs) Top it. Yogurt. I don't know where that place is. Best cheesecake, the Dodo. Hmm. Gourmandise, and then Momo's Gourmet. I don't really care for bread pudding, so I don't care about that one. So these are uh, staff picks, the Apollo Burger for uh, breakfast. I like the hot dog. J-Dogs is a good call. Um, by the way, brownies, 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 I understand their sugar house location is closing. I just drove past it. It didn't look like it was. Someone told me the other day it was closing. I was just there like through two or three weeks ago, and it didn't look like it was closing. Let me go look it up while you guys continue. Best dress leches. Buono Bakery? I hadn't heard of that one. 
Oh, here, Jeremy. Best tiramisu. Contra de fi. I like good tiramisu. The hard part is finding good tiramisu. Yeah, so this place maybe, because this is a, this is a staff pick. So this means it was actually like investigated. (laughs) Not just, I know this name. Yeah, so that sounds pretty good. What's, what's Koigan Aman? Because it's Le Madeline. Huh. Sorry, what? The dish Koigan Aman? I don't know how to say it. It just looks like it says Queen. Oh, the Queen Amon? Oh, is that it's called a Queen Amon. Queen. I didn't know that. I've heard, right. I've heard of a Queen Amon, but I had, didn't know that. So, so yeah, that's that's a Queen Amon. So the Madelines is really good. Uh, really good Queen Amon, for sure. Best boozy dessert, Sweet Vinyl Bakery. Bake hey, shop. you passed by Sweet Hazel & Co. Huh? Best no. vegan dessert, Sweet Hazel & Co. They're we, super nice. We didn't uh, pass by it. Thanks for participating finally. <laughs> you can talk, we're, anything we're just you not, see that you want to talk about. We're just not picking everything out. I just don't care about vegan. I'm just, I, I vend with them a lot, which is well, why I'm cool. with them. Cool. So. We don't, yeah. uh, They're nice. We don't have the time to look at Snowmobile Pizza? One. What? That's a Best weird name for a pizza throwback. place. It looks to me like frozen pizza. <laughs> Best restaurant mantra, Lucky Slices, pizza till death. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Best ramen, ton, tonkatsu. tonkatsu. That's been around for a while. Best a peacekeeper, like Spitz Mediterranean. How's that a peacekeeper? I don't know. Those no. who eat meat and those who choose vegan life were not only at odds with each other, but often avoided any eatery occupied by the other. At Spitz, you get the best of both worlds. Well, that's why it's a peacekeeper. Best tandoori, Gurkhas. Mm, I love tandoori. So are we back to some restaurant picks now that are reader's picks after this? I think uh, we are. I don't know. Yeah, so now we're into restaurants. Best chef, Matt Crandall. Where's he a chef at? Wow. You can't just throw names uh, out there. Uh, Bourbon House. Bourbon Group and downtown restaurants. White Horse. And he, he's been all over the place. Oh, so he's Whiskey been in, Street, White Horse. Okay. So he, he's he been the chef for a long time. Chef for Pretty Bird got third. Um... Oh, Viet? Yeah, Viet's awesome. He's beat Bob, he's beaten Bobby Flay and he's been a, um, what's the one, you know, where Iron they, Chef. Yeah, and, and he's been an Iron Chef. So the, uh, best coffee drive-thru That's is- That's favorite. Beans and Brews. And I gotta agree, I, I, if I'm gonna get coffee from somewhere, that's where it is. They make like. a really good chocolate chai latte too. Yeah, I like beans. In fact, for, when the girls came and took me out for my birthday, Cassie stopped there and got me a chocolate chai latte for the day. So good. Best food truck, cluck truck, which I saw that had cluck truck and cup bop. Um, I don't agree with cup like anymore. They're I don't. They're a tad soggy now, but it's good. Jamaica's kitchen is fantastic. Though. Yes, That's Jamaica's really kitchen great, is really good. Really great truck. But I I do want to try the cluck truck because, like I said, they had some confab with Viet, and he was a fan, and they I don't know. I kind of want to try him. Best local fast food franchise, Crown. I would agree. Uh, and then Prebird and Vessel. Is Vessel really fast food? I don't know. Uh, best restaurant in Utah County, Communal, followed by Strap Tank and then Chubby's. And uh, Chubby's is a pretty good little, like, diner place. I like that place, actually. Uh, not to be confused with Cubbies, but I do call Cubbies Chubby's whenever I'm with my daughter. There's still a Hires Big H downtown. It's that's... the best old school drive-in. <laughs> When, uh, after Don and I got married, that's where we went. We drove through there in the limo while we were still in our wedding clothes for food. 
Best candy maker, Hatch Family. I'd agree with that. I don't know these other places, but I like Hatch, so. Chocolate covered wagon? What do you mean? That's in Gardner Village. Okay. I've never been, been to Gardner. Oh, oh, except for I would have figured events. you'd go there all the time. I go there for events. I go there for weddings and that's about it. Uh, I'm not going to talk about lunch buffets because that's stupid. Um, best uh, Greek restaurant, Manoli's, followed by the other place, which I actually really like the other place, and then Greek Slovakia. Well, it's uh, those are Indian lunch buffets, which are different. They're still buffets. Best Indian restaurant. I'm telling you, Indian lunch buffets are still not as good as uh, as just getting a dish from an Indian yeah. restaurant. Best French restaurant, Lakai. Yep. This is the first time their names come up, by the way. Just throwing that out there. Eva's is next, and then Franck's. And I think Franck's is probably actually the winner for me. Um, you haven't been to Lakai. That's true. That's true. I need to go to Lakai still. But Lakai and Franck's are like, you get spit at, you spit at them. You have a spitting contest from the two. They're like right next to each other. That is true. That is true. Here's that Ombu Grill again. Best Korean barbecue, Ombu Grill. I've been there. It's pretty good. I don't know if it's the best. It's the one on State Street that used to be like 500 other Asian restaurants first. It was like an Ichiban sushi. And every time a sushi place has like a big banner that says half off all sushi rolls, you know they're going out of business soon. <laughs> that happened, and then Ombu took that place over. Best breakfast, Penny Hands. Penny Hands. <laughs> Uh, Roots and Eggs in the City. Eggs in the City has gotten a lot of awards here, man. Um, there best... you go, Pie Pizzeria. <sighs> Although I don't, I don't agree with that, but I don't really no. like pizza, so I don't either. I think Slackwater's. You better do than pie. too, like pizza. No, I mean I don't, I don't agree with pie being the best. I'm sorry, I just I don't like think that. It is. Best barbecue R and R. There's one that just popped up by my house. We go there all the time. I hate that R&R. place. Sucks. I like it. I'm not a fan. I feel like Best Chinese Szechuan cuisine. One more noodle house. Uh, Chinese taste in Szechuan Garden. I have to try those places. Best soul food. Sauce Boss Southern Chicken. Never been. That's there. the place. Sauce Boss Southern ah. Kitchen. That's that place out in Draper I was trying to find. Gotcha. That I think Chick Queen isn't on any of these things. Because people are dumb. There's not a Best Korean Fried Chicken category we've run across yet. Should be. It's yummy. Um. There's a lot of Brazilian places here. Um, the three big ones are the ones represented, Rodizio, Braza Grill, and Tucano's. It's funny that the most expensive one is third, that the shittiest one is second, and that Rodizio is just the tried and true, I think, for Utahns because it's been here a long time. Best German, Siegfried. Second is Bohemian. I would say Bohemian is oh, yeah. number one. But worth going to Siegfried's Deli, uh, I think, because it's anything that... Gets that kind of vote. So, best old-timey cafe, Seals Cafe, and I got to agree with that. Yeah. It's definitely old-timey. Best sushi is Takashi, followed by Sapa and Tona. That seems to be the case almost every year. Um, best farm-to-table restaurant, Table X, Salik Eatery, and Arlo, huh? Best Japanese restaurant, Takashi, Sapa, Kyoto. Kyoto. <laughs> this is funny. They're all just like super basic sounding names. Best Chinese. The Mandarin wins again. That place is not that good, people. No, Fucking it's not. Go Stop somewhere it. Else. I do like The Little World is number two because that place is disgusting and awesome all at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> best restaurant in downtown, The Copper Onion. I like The Copper Onion, but I don't know if it's the best restaurant downtown. 
I like Stone Ground, and it's right downtown. I like yeah. that place a lot. Best uh, restaurant beyond downtown, Weller's Bistro, Table X, and Provisions. Hmm. Best appetizer menu, White Horse, Whiskey Street, and Maza. So we're into staff picks now. Again, for restaurants. Best new takeaway barbecue, Blatch's Backyard Barbecue. Now that might be worth trying. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Best Donut Bakery, Donut Star. That's their opinion. I told you where it is. Best Cuisine and Clubbing, Ivy and Varley. Cuisine and Clubbing, huh? Yeah, not not into that together. Best Wi-Fi Free Zone, Coffee Garden. So, best locally brewed beer, they're saying Fisher Brewing. I would agree. Fisher's good stuff. Be I like Fisher. Second and Hopkins. Is th- I haven't had anything from Hopkins. Have you? Uh, no, not yet. I tried Best hard seltzer, Grid City Beer Works. Have you heard of that one? Yeah, I've heard of them. I haven't tried their hard seltzers yet. Oh. Uh, Shades. Shades and Wasatch and Squatters. Best sour, Keto's Blackberry. I like. I do like the Keto's Blackberry. I can't have a bunch of them, the sours, but I like one everyone's. Best sour. sour beer is an oxymoron. Don't fucking drink sour beer. It's mm. gross. <laughs> Best ale, Bewilder. Then Grid City again. We got to go up to Grid City, Jeremy. Yeah, we got to give that a try. Um, Don't care about wine. Ducky, Death Star, and El Chihuahua Restaurant for Tiki Drinks. Yep. If you've never been to El Chihuahua and got their Death Star. Best mixologist, we don't care about one and two, but number three is Alexi Fisher with Cocktail Collective. She should be number one. How do you know that we don't care about... I don't. I don't know them. Flanker Kitchen Sporting Club, Tucker Castle. Uh, Tucker Castle is the guy's name. (laughs) Holystone got third for Best Distillery Tour. Interesting. Best Liquor Selection, Lake Effect, Whiskey Street, and Prohibition. Best Lager, you went to brewing. Our Lady of the Desert, then Wasatch, First Amendment, and Bohemian Vienna Lager. I would say Bohemian Vienna Lager. I love Viennese. The first. Is it Vienna or Viennese? Vienna. Vienna Lager. What page is that? Uh, 20. Oh, yeah, Vienna. Okay. Yeah. I like their Viennese. That's my favorite. Best Frappe. Bjorn's, Bjorn's Brew. Beans and Brews and Java Joe's. I like Beans and Brews for a pay thing. They have, they make it in the house. It's Best beer selection to buy you, absolutely. The Beer Bar and then Beehive Pub. I don't know about Beehive Pub, but definitely the Bayou. What do they have, like 300 or something like that is what they I don't know. They boast it's the biggest in the, the state. It's, it's So we went there one time and Josh got like a shock top. I'm like, dude. What are you doing? Did you try anything? Yeah, like, like just pick one. <laughs> that's where I. That's where I'll ask my server. Hey, what? What do you? What do you like? What do you suggest? Best local spirit, Ogden's own Five Wives Vodka. We, we have like Distillery Jack Rabbit Gin and High West Distillery Rendezvous Rye. I like that. Uh, best uh, boba tea. Is one thing here, and Tiger Sugar is on there. Tiger, I like that. Tiger so Sugar good. is good, but it's like a big giant national chain, international chain. I think actually, it's not just a Utah thing, but that is also by the Chinese supermarket. In case you were curious, best milkshake iceberg. 
It's not a milkshake. And Jake's over the top. Those are great. It's but not those aren't milkshakes. Milkshakes milk shake. you can drink through a straw. Milkshakes are spun with milk. They don't put fucking milk in those things at Iceberg. Yeah, those are just shakes. It's uh, mixed up ice cream. Yeah, with <laughs> toppings inside of it. Yeah. Anyway, wh- we the don't... best divinely inspired beer is the False Prophet. Mm, cute. We don't really get into the nightlife stuff usually too much. It's uh, it's not really our thing. Mm. We're all old except Julia, and she doesn't go out. She goes out. She just oh. doesn't drink. Best brewed comfort food, Shades Brewing. <laughs> okay. Best tea service. We've done the Grand Grand America Hotel tea service for Brandy's birthday a couple times. I think that, yeah, that about does it. There goes our stupid dog because I stood up and my chair hit the wall, and she thinks someone's at the door. She's, yeah. like, She's big dumb. She's been having some issues lately. Uh, there's someone here. Fuck you guys. Fuck off. <laughs> okay, we have three cards left, which means we have two cards left because you're going to read this one. The other two are both going to get read next week. Okay. Drop the fucking ego. Vulnerability is hot as fuck. Yeah, Chris. All right, now I, I lied. We're going to read a second one today. <laughs> you need a big fucking hug. Squeeze! Aww. There you go. Hulk smash. Then we got one more, and then that is it we for got the year. One more and card. all of our cards. And then I don't know what we'll do. We'll maybe just redo them. I thought you got another deck. No, they have, the other one's like a family-friendly, like teenager one, preteen one. Like a tween one? Yeah. That was, that's what a preteen would be. Yeah. It's tween. Same thing. Sort of. No, pre isn't my point is the like other one by this and... by the people who made this deck the the part the number two one is not one we would have fun reading. Well, that's disappointing. It is. I'll have to find something else. I guess we'll just quit. <laughs> the podcast is over. That's it. Was six it. six fucking years and running out of stupid oracle cards is what did it in for us. I mean, I have the cosmic cunt tarot. What? The wands are all dildos. Yeah, but people can't hear the yeah, dildos. The tarot, we tried that, and they're just... Yeah, they're, just they're not too. as exciting. The oracle cards do work. No, I'll, I'll, I'll look and find another Maybe we day. could do like a like a weekly like horoscope or something. I don't know. Something. I don't know. What, you will eat a dead bird. When were, when was the podcast birthed? Is it May or March? I can't remember. Oh, remember. Jeremy should know. He's the one that got our Twitter when did banned. It, when did I think it, it's March. He did Twitter ban us. March what? So what does that make us? Like early March, I think it was. Julia, what sign is that? There's the naughty oracle card. No, Julia, what what, what? what astrological sign is early March? I don't know. Aren't you Pisces? a fucking zodiac person? So you knew. Pisces. You did not know. You I only know knew. that because that's when Hannah and Mom are, Mom uh-huh. have their birthdays. Let me see. Pisces. What is Pisces? Let's just see. It's the fish, isn't it? I know what the fucking Pisces is. I just want to know about the dates. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so I look up inappropriate February oracle cards to get Rebel Deck and 20th. Cosmic Cunt. <laughs> yeah, 19th through the 20th. So we, I think, are we are Pisces. So maybe we could do like a weekly Pisces horoscope or some stupid for shit for the podcast horoscope. Or you can read them one for all. You're not into astrology. I don't know. I'm just talking to myself now. Uh, That's probably a sign that we're done for the night. Yeah, it has been a long episode. Thanks for sticking with us. Share the episode, please. That helps us more than anything. Um, have uh, Go follow us on social media at TNU Podcast. Go to our website, com. Uh, and 
have a really good holiday. Um, you know, focus on whatever uh, you're celebrating. Yeah, focus on just uh, or not loving your family or you know the people around you that you consider Do I have family. To? I said or the people around you that you consider family. You can love your mom; she's family. You know you I love could. your mom. But uh, yeah, hopefully you have a, a good uh, uh, a good holiday here this weekend. Um, we'll be back next week for our last Utah Adventure Week for the year. Um, it was quite fun and very picturesque, and so I'm excited for it. Um, and uh, that's it. 